Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Welcome to the Absolutely Not Podcast where we do the most and the least at the same damn time. I'm your host, Heather McMahon. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Absolutely Not Podcast. I'm your host, Heather McMahon. How the hell are you? Thrilled to be here right now as you're listening to this. Um, hopefully, I'm in Spain. Hopefully, she made it. Recording this a couple days early. Just so, uh, you know, get all my ducks in a row. And so, Michelle, my producer, doesn't murder me. How the hell are we doing? Great, great, great. I love it. If you hear a little zip, a little pep in my step, it's because I'm doing some weird fucking, it's not a cleanse. I guess it is. I'm on day one and I seem hopeful. Check back on day three and you'll know whether or not I have held up a Dunkin' Donuts at gunpoint to get 600 munchkins. That's where I'm at. Contemplating it. Been looking at food porn all day. And <laughs> it's tickling my taint, I'll tell you what. Lots to update, John. Heather, why are you doing a little cleanse? Well, you know, uh, I had a group of girls who were doing it, and it's this thing called, it's called Prolon. I'm not, they're not sponsoring me. I paid full price for this bitch. But I had heard so many people, especially after doing a lot of the hormone stuff, do it just to kind of reset their bodies. And people said they like it. It's five fucking days, okay? Can I make it five days? God help us. I hope so, but we'll see. You know, it's a mixture of like powdered soups. It's some oils. You eat like a bar. They give you one bar for breakfast, one for dinner. You drink a ton of water, some spearmint tea, some other loose pills I just threw down the hatch today. I mean, they could be giving me meth and I'd say, at this point, why not? So yeah, I'm not doing it. You can lose weight on it, but whatever. I just said, let me do something healthy right before I go to Spain and eat my body weight in paella (laughs) to really reverse the results. That's what I'm into, guys. Reversed results. I don't know if you know this, but sometimes I self-sabotage when it comes to health and wellness. I'm like, I'll do really good. And then a week before, I don't know, I have to go on camera. I become addicted to salt and just really fuck it up. But again, one of my doctors <clears throat> had said, hey, why don't you just try doing this just to kind of flush out some of the hormones and whatever, fuck it, I'll try it. You know, misery loves company. There's a group of girlfriends and I and we're, we're doing this and Chris is doing it with me. And I was like, let's just do it for five fucking days. But you know, it's a little bit of a bamboozlement. And I, you know me, 
I'm never fucking pushing you. You don't have to do a fucking cleanse. You don't have to do this. This is my own personal journey. I said, let me do this because I'm about to eat my fucking weight in Europe. And if you're wondering like, Heather, is this timing wrong? Here's the thing. I've told you this before. I thrive abroad, okay? I always come back feeling great. You're walking. The food doesn't have chemicals in it. You could eat Iberico ham straight out the the block. Eat it with a nice little of manchego cheese. Sip it down with a glass of crisp bubbling cava. Damn, I should be doing food voiceovers. That's all I have to say. Crisp cava. And, and you feel great. You don't even get hung over in Europe. Actually, that's a lie. I did almost get kicked out of my summer school program because I was hung over too many days in a row. However, you just feel good. So I said, let's do it. And then we'll go enjoy a little trip. And, you know, I've only got a very quick week abroad. I got to be honest with you, though. I'm getting a little, uh, a little horsey nervous about this Delta variant. And listen, we're vaxxed, doing what we can, but it is a little crazy. You know what I mean? I mean, who the fuck knows anymore? I've told you this from the beginning. Now, on the other side of this, do I feel like we've been bamboozled? Sure as fuck. And that's not a conspiracy theory. I'm not saying like, I don't believe in the vaccine. I'm just saying nothing makes sense. Now, I understand how a virus works. Things can mutate. I just don't know. I'm like, God, if I did take the mark of the beast and I'm still not covered, it's this uh, this little fast thing that I'm on is really like... I'm allowed to have like uh, sparkling water. So I'm having a guava LaCroix and I've just really gone down a wormhole of darkness. So day one, guys, buckle up. Yeah, I mean, who the fuck knows what's going on? But on a good note, I didn't even ask Jeff if I can share this. Hold on. You know what? Hold on. Okay, sorry. I just had to call Jeff and get permission to share this. Um, Where was I? I don't even know. So turns out we have a daughter on ice. Isn't that some shit? I don't know what I was saying before this. I don't even know what the lead-in was, but uh, did I tell you we have a daughter on ice? Isn't that some shit? It's so wild how they do it. They send off your egg, they make an embryo, and then they test it. And and then when my doctor called, she was like, hey, you know, we have one genetically viable embryo, which is so fantastic. And I'm so thrilled. And I still know that the statistics are fairly low on implantation and all that. But hey, we got one. We got one. That's exciting. And they're able to tell the sex of the baby. And it's not even in me. I'm sorry. Let me, let me preface. I'm not pregnant. I have not implanted this thing in me. It's just, we have a daughter on ice. And they were like, it's a little girl. (laughs) That is so wild. Also, tiramisu, bitch, I'm sharing this with y'all. And it's just really crazy that I don't worry. I called Jeff and got permission. I was like, do you care if I share on the podcast that we know the sex of our future baby if it works? You know what I mean? He was like, no, I don't care. And that's when sometimes I get concerned. I feel like there's a lot of things in my life that I share. And there are days where I'm like, should I hold that to the chest? But maybe it's because I'm a you know twisted comedian where... The only way I know how to process information is by sharing it. I don't process information holding it close to the chest. Does that make sense to you? And I don't, I don't know what it is psychologically. I'm sure somebody could, you know, do a deep dive on me mentally and be like, she's unwell. 
But I don't know why it's like, well, I guess, you know what, in the Bible it says, go forth and share the good news of the Lord. And the good news of the Lord is, is that we got a daughter and it's very exciting. So again, not pregnant. She is sitting in a freezer somewhere in Atlanta, Georgia, and that's exciting. Don't know what, which freezer could be the back of a fucking Arby's for all all I know. You know what I mean? I mean, I think if you're going to like rob an, an embryo bank, going to a hospital or a, you know, medical office would be pretty much... I don't know, too obvious. So maybe my daughter's hanging out in the back of an Arby's, just, you know, wafting in that horsey sauce and some curly fries. And, you know, she, you know she's going to be a bad bitch. You know, she's going to roll forth, push forward in the world as a bad bitch. I don't know how long she'll be on ice. I don't know, you know, how this works. I don't know what our next step is because we're, you know, I've got, I got a bunch of stuff to do. I got a show to get on the air. I've got a, a tour to do. Got a couple other things I'm trying to film and shoot and sell and pimp out. And, you know, I'm over here. I could be the next Daniel Day-Lewis. I don't know why. (laughs) You're retired. You know, move over, Meryl Streep. I may want to do dramas. But it's nice to know that I have a little girl on ice. And that's really weird. Never thought I was going to be a girl mom. And, you know, I am down with the ladies. I just figured... The way my neck is built, um, I'd have, a you know, probably a professional shot putter or maybe somebody on a luge. I don't know. I just, hey, let's fucking go. She's good at sports. Fantastic. Hopefully she's, you know, can be the face of Arby's and get me free curly fries. That's the only thing that kids are good for. So you can sit back, relax and uh, collect their checks. And that's what's up. That's why I want to be a mother. I'm kidding. I kid. Hold on. This cleanse is really fucking with me. Okay. Well, I shared that tidbit, but I know a lot of y'all have been sending me kind messages and prayers, and I just want to share that with you. Again, let's keep this close to the chest. You can talk amongst yourselves. I am not making a decree on Instagram. This is strictly for my podcast babies, my tiramisu bitches, because you know what? You've been listening to me bitch and complain and lose my mind through this journey. And I think it's only fair enough that I share this exciting news. Go forth and telleth, says the Lord, but only to other people who listen to the podcast. It's summer again, and that means hot, sunny days and nights that are too hot to get any sleep. Enter Brooklinen, crisp sheets that breathe to keep you cool, means you can say goodbye to the sweaty summer nights. Have you ever said to yourself, I love the fact that I have the same few pair of sheets since just after college and I never liked them, but then I just keep washing them every week or two and putting them back on the bed like it's totally normal? Well, stop it. Brooklinen can make that voice in your head and the bad sheets on your bed go away. Here's the thing. They were started to create beautiful, high-quality home essentials that don't cost an arm and a leg. And people, what a success it's been. Brooklyn works directly with manufacturers to make luxury available directly to you without the luxury level markup. So you get their amazing array of products at a reasonable price. So give yourself the comfort refresh you deserve and get it for less at Brooklyn. I'm going to tell you to go to brooklinen.com and use promo code absolutely not to get $20 off with a minimum purchase of $100. That's B-R-O-O-K-L-I-N-E-N.com and enter promo code absolutely not for $20 off with a minimum purchase of $100. Hey, that's Brooklinen. You heard it. You know it. You mean it. Brooklinen.com enter promo code absolutely not for $20 off. That's what's up. 
All right, we're going to get into the voicemails here in a minute. And, you know, I wanted to give you a little update, though, about something really cool I got to do Monday night. And let me tell you, I think I've just got a little zip and a zop in my step today because I got to do this very cool charity dinner at one of my favorite restaurants, Storico Fresco Alimentari here in Atlanta, Georgia. And it was for the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society. And this wonderful girl named Julia, who was basically being nominated to be like LLS, the Leukemia Lymphoma Society. I'm going to switch it. Uh, Like woman of the year. And she won. She became the national woman of the year. We put up a dinner with me, which I was like, I don't think anybody's going to bid on this, but all right. Like any way I can help out. Obviously, you know, cancer is near and dear to me. Any way I can help out, I want to do it. And crazy thing was this amazing woman named Rebecca from Noonan, Georgia, which is like a cute suburb south, about an hour south of Atlanta, bid on this dinner with me. And so it was Monday night and it was, I think, how many? There was like maybe nine women from her town in Noonan and they were a fucking riot. So I want to tell you, I was going into this charity dinner, like, listen, I'm just happy to be here. I'm happy to give back. I just felt like, you know, God put it on my heart to, to be a part of this. And this is so cool that we were able to raise money. And these women like threw in a lot of money for this dinner. And I'm just so grateful to Rebecca for bidding on this dinner. Anyways, going into this, I was like, you know, I'm sure they're going to be a good time, but I did not know. I think God does this. You, you know, you, you go out there to put a good foot forward and, and give back, and then you just get refilled and repaid back in a million trillion different ways. And I'm not saying that like, I'm a good person. It's on me. But what I'm saying is I had no idea going into this dinner, what I was going to be, you know, uh, who I was going to be having dinner with. These women were so much fucking fun and they refilled my spirit. There's something about Southern hospitality. There is something about older women, you know, and I'm not, don't want to age anybody, but I believe they were about from maybe late forties to early sixties. You know, they all had older children in and out of college. They were just badass. Like one lady was named Bambi and they all had thick Southern accents, but they were hysterical. First of all, they all show up in cheetah print. And I'm like, yes, these are my women. Gucci gang, I'm here for it. And Bambi's like, honey, you know, I, I call my daughter sister. I got another daughter um, that we call like Magnolia. And then, you know, my husband's name's Skin. I'm like, what do you mean his name's Skin? Oh yeah, my son's Skin the Fourth. I'm like, you cannot make this shit up. I was laughing so hard from the moment I sat down at dinner to the moment I left. You know, I, I, at the one point I'm like, should we just go outside and like smoke a cig? Like, you know, and Bambi didn't smoke, but I wanted to smoke a cig with a woman named Bambi. And I got to be honest, I'm from the South. I'm writing a show about the South, but there are times where even I can be prejudiced towards other people, especially like, you know, in this day and age of, you know, the older Southern woman, like she's prejudiced. These women were progressive. They were funnier than shit. One of the ladies at the table was a travel agent. She used to be an OBGYN nurse, labor and delivery nurse. And now she's like, yeah, I retired and now I did travels. I'm like, hell yeah. She's like, you want to go to Egypt? You want to go to Morocco? Let's fucking go. I'll plan it. I'm like, yes, bitch. I gave everyone my personal number. You know, I was FaceTiming all their daughters who went to like Ole Miss and Georgia and all over. I just was so filled with, with a warm spirit of, I forgot how funny these women are. There was a woman named Val. She has an interior design company. I believe it's Cranford or Crawford Interior Design in Union, Georgia. Funnier than shit. I mean, sick little body. Got a hot little cheetah print number on, gorgeous hoops. And she and I are laughing our asses off. She's like, oh, girl, let me tell you about my Mima. Oh, my Mima was nuts. 
we were, we just, it was like being alive again, you know? And I, and I think sometimes we need to call that aunt, you know, your mom's best friend and just reconnect because there's something that we can learn so much, especially to the women out there, you know, calling an older man, yeah, well, are you going to get much wisdom out of him? No. But the wisdom I got from these women, and it's different. You know, I have a great relationship with my mom, but just having that human connection where we could sit around, talk shit, drink, and have that Southern camaraderie, there is just something very specific about being from the South because Southern women don't give a shit. Grits, baby, girls raised in the South. And, you know, I've always said in my comedy, one of the big things that's important to me is to to tell the stories of people from the South because I'm so sick and tired. When I turn on the TV, it's like everybody's a fucking idiot and a redneck. Are there plenty of those people? For sure. But there's also wonderful, amazing, great people from the South that I want to cherish. And I, I hate when I see like shitty shows from LA and you've got some LA writer and they're like, let me show you about the representation of the South. <laughs> Everyone's a moron. Well, fuck you, Annabelle. Sorry, I don't have a Prius because they don't sell well in Georgia. I've got a hybrid. I'm saving the environment a little bit because the car does still take gas on one side, but you know what I mean. I love this product. I love Agency. I use all of their stuff. And you want to know why? Because it's formulated just for me. Agency is a future-defining skincare brand that believes you deserve customized products for your dynamic and ever-evolving skin. It's summertime. What's happened now? Okay, I was out in the sun a little bit, so I need to work on the fine lines and wrinkles. I need something with an SPF. I need to make sure that I'm sloughing away the dead skin, but I can't handle something super strong because, you know, I'm out and about. The cool thing is agency matches you with a licensed dermatology provider who then creates a custom formula with research-backed ingredients just for you. An agency continues checking in to see how your skin responds to treatment and your provider can adjust your formula strength as your skin ages over time. So you're like, okay, I've moved to a colder climate or, hey, you know, I need something a little bit more sensitive. It's badass with agency because literally you can let them know, hey, this is what I'm going through. This is what's changing. I've got a hormonal change. Can you help me with my skin? And they're like, yes, we're going to custom make this specifically for your skin and your lifestyle changes. Here's the deal. Uh, Do what I did and try out Agency, the personalized anti-aging skincare that evolves with you. Go to with withagency.com slash absolutely not for a free 30-day trial. Just pay $4.95 for shipping and handling. That's withagency.com slash absolutely not to unlock your free 30-day trial. See withagency.com for all the details subject to consultation. So I got re-inspired and I think God just put these people in my life for that. I mean, I was grateful to give back, but I was so gracious towards their financial gift to the LLS Society, but also just, they filled my heart. It filled my heart to be around funny, smart. I don't give a shit. I'm not taking shit from anybody. Live your life. And the wisdom and the advice I got from these women were, you know, they sat down and a bunch of them were like, hey, I went through fertility issues and I went through this and we were all talking about it. Like I froze my eggs or I had to do IVF and- and I said, well, you know, I feel like I'm, I'm going to wait a little bit. And they were like, honey, wait, you got, you got to come to me. You got to go with me to Morocco. Honey, we got to go to Egypt. Have you seen the seven wonders of the world? You sure haven't. So let's go do that for a year. And then, you know what you can do? You can have a baby. But it was nice getting that advice. And I, and I uh, shared numbers with one of the, the ladies. And I, she said, listen, let me be your fun aunt. I'll call you. You, got, you need some advice? You know, I'm down in Noonan. 
bounce some ideas off me. I was like, hell yes. So I just want to encourage anybody. I don't, I, I don't know why I'm just rambling on about this, but it felt really good to connect with the power of a Southern woman. And it gave me so much fucking material too. And of course, they're like, hey, I'm going to tell you a story about my grandmother. You can use this on stage. Just tell them it's your grandmother. I don't care. This is funnier than shit. I'm like, listen, they're actually giving me the licensing fee to take jokes. Twist it however you want to make it seem like it's your family, but use this. I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> I'm, getting, I'm getting free material here. Hell yes. Hell yes. I'm going to text Val later and be like, Val, I need some more grandma stories. Not feeling really creative and fresh. Anywho, the LLS Society is amazing and incredible. And hey, glad to get back and glad that I got to connect with some real fucking bitches. So I want to encourage everybody, call your aunt, call your mom's best friend from college that you see like every six years and just be like, what's up? You know? Hey, Katrina, how you, how you been? I know the kids are off at college and you're a little bored because your husband's a little bit of a drip. Come on. Let's get together and go to Hilton Head and just talk shit for a weekend. And that's what's up. It's a beautiful thing. All right, let's get into the voicemails. As always, you can call into the hotline, 800-213-7503. And you know what? I got to plan a trip to Morocco with my girls from Noonan. Let's get to the voicemails. Hi, Heather. It's your girl, Victoria, from Marietta. Um, I have a big absolutely not, which I honestly thought was going to be an absolutely yes. But absolutely not to making friends as an adult. I moved to Chattanooga a few months ago, and it's been really hard to make friends as an adult woman. And I'm tired. Also, my boyfriend died at the end of 2019, so, like, dating is also a nightmare. But just, like, meeting adult women who are also unmarried and childless it's been a trying time so absolutely not to that but absolutely yes to keep trying love and light victoria thanks for this voicemail wow lots to unpack here but uh, i hear you it is hard to make friends at this age um but hey if you're in marietta call victoria find her. She'll probably be hanging out at a, what do you got in Marietta? I know you got a bunch of good restaurants over there. I don't know. You know what? Uh, Victoria, I need you to send me a message. Let me know what car you have. If there is an Arby's in Marietta, just pull up to the parking lot. Uh, Let's say next Tuesday, no, next Thursday, because this comes out on Wednesday. Next Thursday, happy hour. Let's say 545. Keep your lights on keep your windows rolled down and play Dixie Chicks from the car. And if you want to be friends with Victoria, that's where you're going to find her. Are you single, childless? You know, whether you chose to be childless or just haven't had the opportunity yet, pull up to your car and and you got to play the song Earl's Gotta Die by Dixie Chicks. Earl's gotta die. Such a good song. And that's how you'll know. You know, it's like, Kind of like when, you know, you're trying to meet up with dudes in a public restroom and you put your penis through a glory hole. It's like that. But this is a uh, this is a completely platonic friendship. Victoria, I also want to say I'm so sorry that you lost your boyfriend at the end of 2019. I can only imagine just how fucking terrible that was. And so on top of that, you you know, when you're in a love loving relationship, you lose your lover, you lose your friend. And then on top of that, I'm sure 
Because when you lose someone or you go through something traumatic in your life, you also have to shave off a couple friends because some people don't know how to fucking deal with trauma. I mean, none of us really do. You know, I'm sure Victoria, after he passed, and it's none of our business how he passed, but I'm sure after he passed, you had one fucking friend that was like, everything happens for a reason. And you looked at her and you go, oh, did it? Oh, Candace. Oh, it did. Okay. Well, guess what? We're no longer friends because that's the fucking worst thing you can say to somebody. So I'm sure you've had to deal with the last year cutting the fat of these terrible people who probably couldn't handle what you were going through emotionally at the time. And that's the number one thing you learn when you go through shit is who's there for you and who can't handle it and who's just dead fucking weight. No pun intended. No pun intended with that. That joke. Sorry. Had to. It was right there. You know, and I'm sorry. I can only imagine what that journey was like for you. Fuck. And then on top of that, you're like, I'm a grown-ass woman trying to make friends. Hey, you know what's a good idea? Because I met these lovely ladies doing some charity stuff. Have you ever thought about getting involved in some charity work? I feel like that's a great way to meet some friends. Because you know who is the only people who actually have time to like be philanthropic? It's like NBA all-star athletes who have enough money. Like LeBron has time because he can cut a fucking check. And single women. I feel like any time I have worked it with, in, with any sort of charity group, component, aspect, it's always been some badass single women running the game. That's a good idea. That's a great idea. I feel like we should start a charity. Absolutely not. And it, the charity could be called absolutely yes to success. Or I don't know what it is. I don't know exactly how I want to give back. You know, everyone from the Pancreatic Cancer Society is like, Heather, will you do something for it? And I'm like, I, yes, I would, but I'd like, I don't, I feel like we're kind of up shit's creek without a paddle. You know what I mean? And that's only a dark joke that I can make with other people who have lost somebody to pancreatic cancer because it's just, you know, it's kind of grim. So I'm like, I kind of want to give back in a way where I know like somebody could actually have a chance. But um, this is a good idea. Absolutely yes to charity. Absolutely yes to volunteering. I think that's a great way to meet some friends, adult friends, single. But again, if you also want to pull up to an Arby's off Windy Hill Road in Marietta next Thursday, 545, windows rolled down, lights on. I don't care if it's bright out. Blasting Dixie Chicks. You're going to know that Victoria is there and she is looking for some friends. And y'all don't have to eat at the Arby's. Like, I'm not saying that you have to then go in and like have a friend date over a roast beef sandwich. That's not by any means. But then you could be like, hey, I actually know this place down the street. You know, they have great chips and guac. And then like, y'all then take it from there. But I feel like if we all know that Victoria's at that Arby's, it's a safe space. Like you heard it here first. If anything happens, we were here first. We said, hey, you know, alert. This is where the meetup's going to be. And if you're, you try anything, this is where it happened. I'm, I'm sorry. Now I'm, now I'm nervous. You know, I feel like I'm not setting you up for success because I might have just let some, some crazy creep let him know that you're at a fucking Arby's. Yeah, and this is the other thing. When you're a woman, you got to think about these things. So that's why, back to plan one, you go start volunteering with some charity stuff. And listen, a lot of charities get fucked up. You know what I mean? A lot of charities are like a gala, a ball. They always have open bars. There's usually hot athletes at charity events too who are also single. So you're really killing two birds, one stone. You're making girlfriends and there might be like a hot baseball player who's up for auction 
say at the, you know, Diabetes Foundation, and they're auctioning off a, a lunch at Arby's with a third baseman from the Mets. And you're like, yeah, hi, I've got an extra $600. I'll put it down to have dinner with that D at an Arby's. <laughs> I'm just saying, this is a really great idea. You're going to find love, give back, and also make girlfriends done and done. Victoria, please call in so we know what charity you chose. And also, if anybody has suggestions on the charity I should be involved in, let me know. Because you know what? Giving back feels good. And when you pay it forward, it fucking happens. Also, speaking of which, paying it forward to everybody who donated to our lovely guest last week who needed help with the car situation, she just want to say she's so grateful and she was able to get some money for a down payment for a new whip. This is incredible. Sisters helping sisters out. I love it. Thank you. Thanks for everybody who helped our friend out. And she's like, hey, I'm able to put a down payment down uh, to get a car that will actually get me around town. And that's what I'm fucking here for. I love it. It's time to get more of what you want and less of what you don't. Less stress at work, more fun in the sun. Less to do on your plate, more tacos on your plate. Less thinking about the big picture, more margaritas by the pitcher. You know, I like that one. It's time for an all-inclusive beach vacation. CheapCaribbean.com has got you covered. You're so close to chilling in Jamaica, partying in Cancun, or relaxing in the Riviera Maya. All-inclusive means you get more food, more drinks, and more fun. Cheap Caribbean has no change fees when you book at Cheap Caribbean Resort and add trip protection so you can book with confidence. Less money, less worry, more beach. Right now, you can take $100 off. That's $100 off your next beach vacay when you visit CheapCaribbean.com slash absolutely not. Go to CheapCaribbean.com slash absolutely not to get a great deal. And hey, you know what? I'm going to see you on the beach, baby, because I will be there. All right, let's get to the next voicemail. Hey, girl, it's Taylor from Louisiana. So listen, absolutely not to the keto diet. Let me tell you something. So my friend who owns like an insane beach house in Santa Rosa Beach, Florida, yes, ma'am, that's her, yay. Um, She invited me to go out to her beach house for a little vacay at the end of July And here I am just like hanging on tightly, mama, to that quarantine weight. Um, And so I'm like, well, I can't possibly go to the beach looking like this. So I know what I'll do. I'll do the keto diet. I've done it before. I had great success. The weight just like comes off relatively quickly. It's amazing. Except this time, um, I don't know what it is, but it's hanging in there, that weight. Yeah, it's holding on for, for dear life. And today, my bosses at work brought in like, six different cruffins, those croissant muffins. And they're like, oh my God, here you go. Like, thank you so much for all your hard work. Like, what is this? Am I going to die? I'm sorry, I'm spiraling. This probably isn't making any sense. But at the end of the day, absolutely not to the keto diet. Hope you're well. Hopefully I'll see you in Florida on 30A when I go at the end of the month. Talk to you later, girl. Bye. Can I tell you, nobody's called me all fucking year to, um, you know, do anything. And then all of a sudden, as soon as I do a five-day cleanse, the invites start rolling in. And all I have to say to that is, we you being beach. <laughs> I've been sitting in this basement, twiddling my thumbs for the last six months. And now y'all want to invite me to drinks on a Thursday? I can't. I have three olives to suck down. That's all I got. 
Now, Taylor, I'm so glad that you called in because I I feel you. The thing is, keto is some bullshit, all right? I mean, they they basically tried to rebrand Atkins diet, and I'm pretty sure that guy died of a heart attack. Rest in peace. Does it make sense? Yeah, if you don't eat sugar and you're just eating fat and protein, yes, your body is going to shed some weight. Will you have long results? No, probably not. You know who does great on keto? Men. Men do fucking great on keto. You know who doesn't do great on keto? Me. Because I end up smelling like deli meat. I don't know when the last time you've been into a Subway sandwich shop, you shouldn't go there because it's not real food. But have you ever been to a Subway on a hot summer day in, say, Kansas? I'm talking like August 1st in Kansas City, Kansas. You walk into a Subway. That smell is what I smelled like on keto. Was it easy? It wasn't that bad. I mean, you're just eating lots of vegetables and eating tons of protein, but no. You know what I love? I never even fucking like oatmeal, but when I was on keto, I was like, God, I want some oats. I want some mushy oats right now. I don't know why. Granola, I'll eat it, but it's not really my thing. I was dying for a squirrel bite of granola. It's You just want what you want when you can't have it. You know it, I know it. Taylor, keep your chin up. Also, here's the thing I will say. If you do want to continue with the keto, when you go down to Santa Rosa, shout out to 30A Florida, it's the Hamptons of the South. And if you guys don't know, fuck Palm Beach. 30A is a strip of Florida near the Panhandle that is chef's kiss, fucking delicious. Trust me on it. It's one of my favorite places on earth. And everyone's like, go to West Palm. No. Why? So I can get locked up? Next to Jeffrey Epstein's old haunted mansion, I'm good. Thanks a lot. I'll pass. But it is easy to do keto at the beach. You know, you're just basically wolfing down tequila on the rocks and eating shrimp cocktails. Ooh, cocktail sauce has too much sugar. Just wolfing down tequilas eating raw shrimp. You could go to a damn seafood boil and black out. Give me some crab claws. You could probably do the side of butter because guess what? It's fat. Honestly, keto at the beach sounds legit. But honestly, Taylor, you do what makes you feel good. You don't need to do anything because you know what? You sound fabulous. And I know no matter what, you're going to be like prancing up and down that beach, flexing it. Whether you have a tank kini on or a thong, I can feel the energy in your voice and I know you are going to crush it and you're going to have a great time. And honestly, if your friend has a really fucking bawling house, you don't want to be the person who shows up on vacation. You're like, "Um, I'm so sorry, guys. I cannot eat anything except raw beef. I am just doing carpaccio this trip and tequila because I've said this before. It's like the girl who's on a fucking cleanse or a diet and then she goes to a bachelorette party and barfs in the three minutes you're on a fucking party bus and everyone goes, why did anybody invite Lindsay? And it's always the bitch who does not need to do anything health-wise. You know what I'm talking about. The one who's always already thin. The one who isn't like a borderline type two diabetic. And Lindsay's like, I quit eating everything. And you're like, shut the fuck up. Then you shouldn't be drinking 75, I don't know, white wines before you get on this party bus. It's always that bitch. So Taylor, all I have to say is don't be that bitch. If you're going to go down there and have a good time on vacation, have a good time. Obviously, do what you got to do for your own health, but don't be that bitch. (laughs) That's the moral of the story. Do not go down there 
have 65 dirty martinis because it fits into your keto points. And then the next thing you know, I got to bail your ass out of a Panama City jail because you went down to Club La Vila and you were pissed they weren't doing the phone party. And the security guard told you, Taylor, at the front, he goes, we can't do the phone party anymore. It's not COVID friendly. And then you punched him in the teeth and now you have an assault on your record. Make sure you eat enough carbs, fiber, protein, throw in a fucking strawberry in there. Have a piece of fruit, live your life. Do what you gotta do, but don't go on vacation and be that asshole. Everybody hates them. Don't be a bitch, Taylor. I love you, I mean it. Can't wait to see you outside of jail in Panama City. Hey, Absolutely Podcast listeners. If you love celebrating the messiness of being human, then you will love Armchair Expert with Dax Shepard. Cool thing, on Mondays and Thursdays, host Dax and Monica. Monica and I work together at SoulCycle. Call me back, girl. Uh, engage in deeply inspiring, authentic, and conversations with different accomplished guests. You'll hear from Hollywood stars, musicians, professional athletes, award-winning scientists, authors, and more. Honestly, they had a great interview with Dana Ricardo, who's one of my favorite Formula One drivers. I highly recommend starting with that episode. It is so informative. Just It's just a great conversation. You learn so much. To start listening, simply download the Spotify app, sign up for free, and search for Armchair Expert. Listen to Armchair Expert for free now only on Spotify. Let's get to the next voicemail. Hi, Heather. My name's Laura. I'm in Denver, Colorado. Longtime listener, first-time caller. And my absolutely not story is actually one that my husband gave me. And he was like, hey, you should call into that podcast we like and tell the story. So here I am. Hopefully I can do it justice. We live downtown and there's a lot of those motorized scooters that you can rent like Lime and Lyft and whatever. And apparently the other day he saw an adult wearing a baby on the scooter. And then they were wearing their baby in a carrier while riding the scooter. Absolutely not. I don't know what's wrong with people today, but that is just not safe. I know plenty of adults who have gotten hurt riding one of those scooters, my husband included. What if they fell or crashed or got hit by a car? I'm honestly getting anxious just thinking about this and talking about it out loud. Anyway, I'm so excited for October for your show here in Denver. I can't wait. I'm so happy you were able to reschedule. Love and light. Bye. Babies on a scooter has got to be quite possibly one of the dumbest fucking things I've ever heard in my life. Also, I am sorry. I feel like I've been speedballing on this podcast today. I've had half a cup of coffee. That's my only allotment. And I've had three green olives. So I am <laughs> blacking out. Here's the thing. My sister broke her ankle on the damn scooter. I have another friend who broke her wrist and had to get pins in it from the scooter. When are we as a society going to get together and say, these are a, a liability, a health hazard? Now. Somebody putting their baby on a scooter. I'm not a parent yet. I told you my daughter is in a, in a um, refrigerator in the back of an Arby's. I don't know what, you know, I'm not here to tell you how to parent, but the subtext of the text is they're probably not the best. You know what I mean? But then on the other side of it, when I was in Vietnam, we were on these like, you know, scooters and people will have like six kids on a scooter. And guys, I hate to tell you this, but the rest of the world just fucking gets by and does things. You know what I mean? Yeah, in America and now today in this like modern society, we're like, everybody likes to parent shame and say, you can't put your baby on a scooter. You know, that's dangerous. Well, 
in another part of the world, they may scoot all day and that kid is actually smarter, better, wiser, stronger for it. You know, I know there's a lot of parents who are like, Heather, there's not a, there's no playing devil's advocate in the situation. It's an absolutely not across the board, but I don't know. You know, the kids in Vietnam, they all had little helmets on. You know, I don't know, guys. I mean, I hate the fucking scooters, like a real scooter, like one of those, you know, like a Razor scooter, but one that you'd find on Too Fast, Too Furious, Tokyo Drift, volume 12. Aren't they on like volume 40 of that show? I feel like they are. I mean, my God, the audacity of some of these ding-dong parents. Yeah, okay. You know what? I, I Here it was trying to be, I don't know, across the board trying to play both sides, but I agree. You should not put your baby on a fucking scooter. And this is the other thing. I'm sure anybody who's dealt with fertility issues and now you listen to this, you're like, these people had children, but I am barren. What? That's the kind of shit when you see it, you're like, the world is not fair. And I hate to tell you, the world is not fair. We know this. The world is definitely not a fair place. I mean, what do you even say to that? I'm I'm surprised I didn't get arrested. I mean, if I was a cop and I saw a fucking 40-year-old man with a baby Bjorn cruising. It, you know, I bet, I bet he also had a pair of flip-flops on doing this shit. Didn't even have a sensible foot. Foot game. Sensible sandals. Something with a Velcro strap and a soft-sided bottom to it in case he's got to jump off real quick. I guarantee the guy's got like rainbow flip-flops on. So if he has to duck and roll off that thing, He's then going to definitely trip with the baby. I mean, come on. Here I was trying to be like, you know, guys, in other parts of the world, they just kind of live their life. But you know what? Land of the free, home of the, why does everybody who's about 47 and a dad have to be a ding dong? Also, I don't know. Was it the dad? I think she said it was the dad. Maybe it wasn't. Maybe I'm just projecting. Maybe it was a mom. Either way, absolutely not. This is insane. Unbelievable. But does it sound kind of thrilling? And do I think that child will probably end up being a pretty big badass for sure? You know, you always knew that one kid in school and his name was always something. It was always a Tyler. It was always a freaking Tyler, you know, and Tyler's dad drove like a two-seater Corvette and they had like four kids and Tyler would just show up to school on the roof And the teachers would always like, you know, at carpool be concerned, but everyone was like, Tyler's dad is a, (laughs) is an injury attorney. So like, we can't say anything because they were afraid they're going to get sued. And Tyler just, he started smoking cigarettes in like the fifth grade because he's the youngest of four and nobody really paid attention to him because the mom was tired and having an affair with her tennis coach. You know what I'm talking about. You know that kid, Tyler chain smoking in the fifth grade. And he's like, fuck it, I can do it. You want to know why? Because my dad lets me ride on the top of the Corvette. That kid is what the scooter kid's going to be in, I don't know, say 11 years. (laughs) I'm sorry. You want me to do what? Come to class and pay attention? I'm not gonna because guess what? My parents put me on a fucking lime scooter. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Have you felt the wind in your hair Mr. Mumbrium, that's what I thought. I'm six months old, fucking jazzing up the side of the highway with my dad, and he's living on the edge because he has flip-flops. 
Tell me when you've gotten out and lived a little bitch. That's Tyler. And unfortunately, he will eventually be president. (laughs) You know what I mean? And somebody, i.e., I don't know, probably your in-laws will vote for him. And that's how the circle of life works. All right. uh, Let's get to the next voicemail. Hi, Heather. It's Sarah from Long Beach. I have an absolutely not for you. Um, I just moved into a new condo and I had a neighbor knock on my door yesterday asking me if I would be willing to rent out my storage in my garage to her because she collects dolls and resells dolls and she could use the space. And I said, sure. How much were you thinking? This woman looked at me like I had just slapped her in the face and called her mother fat. She could not believe I was going to actually take money from her. And when she finally came up with a price, she said $3 a month. So I called the HOA president and I said, is this woman weird or is it just me? And she said, absolutely do not rent a space out to her. She is a hoarder. She hoards throughout the building. We've had to clear out other spaces from her and she's preys on renters. So absolutely not for weirdos who collect dolls and prey on renters. I'm going to respond to her and tell her I'll rent out the space for 500 bucks a month. Fuck. Wow. Anyways, love you so much. I hope you're well. Oh, man. I feel that in my bones because everybody who's ever lived in a building, a co-op, a shared space, a condo, even an apartment, everybody has that neighbor. Especially like an older building, you know it's bad when you check in and everyone's like, hey, I don't know how to tell you this, but Harriet in 3B, she's fucking nuts, okay? She's got these dolls and she's going to try and bamboozle you. She never leaves her house. She killed her husband. He's in the freezer. We haven't ever been able to get good hard evidence because he never really left the house. He was also into the dolls, but it's, it's bad. So not only is she a murderer, but she's going to try and bamboozle you and cheap, be cheap as fuck on you with renting out some garage space. Don't give it to her. I mean, you already know. You already talked yourself off the ledge. Don't do it. But I'm so glad that you asked around the neighborhood. Why is there always one in every neighborhood? There's always one. There's one, and it's usually a nutty woman. An older nutty man who's a little bit of a hoarder, you're like, okay. He ends up just being like a crazy political guy. You know, he's like, Reagan, 2028. And you're like, sir, that's A, not a voting year, and B, he's been dead for a while. You know what I mean? There's always a guy named like, and they call him like Mr. Johnson. And God bless him. He's only crazy because he was a war vet and he saw too much. And he, 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 you know, he stands outside on his patio and he's just like, oh, Vietnam. And you're like, sir, we haven't been there in a while. You know, and, it, and unfortunate, unfortunately, it's probably because he's been through something. You know, but that, that crazy neighbor, you kind of let slide. He smokes cigarettes in his house. He has a dog that barks all the time. But he's well taken care of. That's his buddy. So it's like, I don't got to call animal control. You know, he's just kind of nutty and hasn't figured out that Reagan is not still alive. That is exactly that male neighbor. But there's something about the energy of a female neighbor who collects dolls, has her murdered husband in the freezer, trying to come down and bamboozle you 
for a $3 storage fee when you damn well know you could get top dollar for that. That's some bullshit I see all the time. And, you know, to make this full circle, when I was hanging out with these lovely older ladies from Noonan, and I don't even want to say older ladies, but they did keep referring to themselves as my older aunts. You know, they warned me about that shit. Can I be honest? First thing they said when we sat down is they're like, you got a fucking crazy neighbor? I said, I sure do. And they said, guess what? She's going to come to your house and try and rent garage space to to hide her dolls. And I was like, it fucking happened. Because we all know it. You know, it's like, I can talk shit about my family all day long, but as soon as you talk shit about my family, I'll I'll kill you. It's very much so like when you're like, you know what? Female empowerment. No one can talk shit about women, but you know who's going to talk shit about that one woman who's nuts? It's all of us. This is a safe space. And, you know, we have gentlemen callers. We have guys. I don't, I'm not here to throw men under the bus all the time. There are nutty fucking older ladies too. There's good ones from Noonan. And then there's ones who are trying to, take their doll hair shavings and clippings and and pay you $3 a month to then load up your storage locker with probably evidence from her husband's murder. You got to sleep with one eye open. And, And I guarantee you, this woman was the first person to greet you to the neighborhood, the first one to greet you to the new building. Maybe she dropped off a pie, which you probably had a bite of, and you wondered why it had a weird texture. That's not jicama. That was doll hair. Or could have been evidence from the murder that she's now trying to really, she can't burn it, so she's like, I'll just feed it to you. That was not a piece of peach. That was a finger. So, you know, on this podcast, I love to say we are building a community, but also Victoria, who I said to go find a new friend in a charity, watch out for that one woman. You may have a lady who's involved in a charity but has no connection to it. But you also got to look out for them. You know what I mean? It's like when you go to the dog park. Wow, I've, I'm just taking this on a spiral. It's like when you go to the dog park. I, was, I told you I was sitting at the dog park once and this woman was like, which one's your dog? And I was like, oh, that's my dog right over there. And I was like, which one's your dog? And she's like, I don't have a dog. Um, mine died 10 years ago. I just come here and like watch them. <laughs> I was like, Riggs, we got to go. It's a wrap. I know this woman. She's got 10 cats in the fucking trunk of her Mazda Miata. And guess what? She's Tyler's mom. Things didn't work out with the rich dad with the Corvette. So what did she do? She got a condo down the street from our caller. She murdered him. We don't even know where Tyler's been. Her kids disowned her. Now she's hoarding baby dolls and trying to bamboozle one of my listeners and do a bad deal for the locker space. You know what happens, too, when you, I don't know, hoard doll hairs. You get rats. You get vermin, bugs. You know, it'd be one thing if, hey, you got the crazy neighbor who thinks Reagan's still alive. Hey, I'd like to give you $3 a month for this storage space. What's going to be in there? Oh, mint-conditioned baseball cards? Great. Very vermin-friendly. It's not going to invite them. You got a bunch of weird baby dolls that look like food. Guess what? Good luck getting the critters out of your cage. But I'll tell you, don't ever come for women. Don't you dare ever try and talk bad about a bitch. But I can do it amongst this podcast. Because you know what? We all know that one nutty neighbor. And it's always a woman. It's always a woman. Carla down the street. Absolute insane. You know, she's the kind of woman who doesn't put out candy for Halloween. Doesn't even put a note. She just turns off the lights 
Like at least put a note. Or okay, or the thing is like, okay, if you were busy or you traveled a lot or maybe you were taking your kids to another neighborhood, we know you're not home. You don't have to leave out the, the, the bowl of candy. You don't have to. But this kind of woman doesn't even, we know you don't go anywhere, Carla. We know you don't do things. You're in there brushing doll hairs. Give me a fucking break. Call Tyler. <laughs> Call your son. But you can't because we all know Tyler's in jail. Why? Because he started um, selling meth out of his dad's garage, which is a house in Palm Beach. And actually, Tyler's dad is Jeffrey Epstein. And we all know he didn't kill himself. So, all right, guys, really brought it full circle. <laughs> I could connect this shit all day. Um, as always, you can call into the hotline, 800-213-7503. Thank you guys for sharing. Also, if you um, can find Victoria from Marietta, reach out to her. She's looking for some fun, cool girlfriends. Good luck to Taylor doing the keto. But remember, just be yourself because everybody loves you. I'm starving. I'm going to go eat some more olives. And in the meantime, honestly, guys, I don't think I'm going to last long on this. But check in. Check in. By the time this airs, I will have either finished or I will have said, fuck this, and gone down to Houston's and gotten a sushi roll and a, and a cheeseburger with fries. Because at this point, what are we doing this for? I love you. I mean it. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you to the wonderful women who donated uh, the dinner to the LLS Society. And thank you to Storco Fresco for obviously making that happen. And to Julia, who is the LLS Woman of the Year. See, I'm telling you, ladies, I think you want to meet some friends, get involved in charity. It's a cool way to give back and, hey, meet some buddies. And remember, win an auction to have sex with a professional athlete. That's really the moral of the story. Fuck giving back and hell yes to getting laid by somebody who plays baseball and has a contract that guarantees they'll make $30 million a year. That's what's up. You know what you're getting when you listen to this podcast. As always, call in 800-213-7503. I'll see you next time on the Absolutely Not Podcast. Arrivederci. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. Don't forget to subscribe, rate us, and leave a review. And as always, follow me on Instagram at Heather K. McMahon. See you guys soon. <laughs>